episode of There Will Be Spoilers. We are spoiling season five, episodes one, two, three, and four of Game of Thrones. This is when shit gets real. We are your tonight. Huh? Oh. <laughs> I was saying no five. I thought we were doing like half seasons. Oh, were we going to five? Yeah, I thought we talked about the last podcast. We were splitting seasons. Actually, I have notes for five, so yeah, five. You're right. Okay, one, two, three, four, and five. (laughs) You have me watch episodes I ain't supposed to be watching right now. And Armani is here. What's up, guys? So, let's jump right into this. Season five, episode one, The War to Come. So, we see this episode opens up with a young Cersei being young Cersei. She's a bitch as a child, which is crazy. (laughs) Um, this is when we get the white witch, or the white witch, Jesus Christ, this is not Lord of the Rings. This is when we get the witch telling her her future, and she tells her she'll be queen. Then comes another younger, beautiful woman who's going to take her place. She'll have, the king will have 20 children, but she's only going to have three kids. Golden are their crowns, black mm-hmm. are their shrouds. Gold will be their shrouds. Oh, gold will be their shrouds, whatever, whatever. The kid's going to die. <laughs> Damn. We get tied Funeral. Tyrion is upset. So we get ten. Seriously, talking. No love making at this funeral. Nah. No, this is. I didn't have to reference that. <laughs> I, I feel we did. <laughs> it was just so yeah, close. We, we couldn't do without that. Jamie is mad that Tyrion did what he did. Like he's he's upset because granted, although his dad tried to kill his little brother and was ready to do it, he didn't actually kill him. Yeah, yeah. But did you die? <laughs> Jamie was wanting to pull that shit But you ain't dead though Like you good Like You alright Who's gonna make sure you were alright Varys and Tyrion Are on a boat No they got off the boat now They're bonding Over Tyrion pushing his shit through holes In a, in a wooden box And Varys having to pick it up And throw it overboard We learn that Varys was trying to help the Targaryens In the beginning of all this Like he was trying He was, he was team Targaryen Before his shit broke loose and evidently, he's kind of still low key been team Targaryen. Danny tears down the statues in Marine. The Unsullied just want to be cuddled. That was my note for this scene. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's going to be cuddled. It's going to be cuddled. Yeah, they, they just want to be cuddled. And then the fucking sons of the harpy got to go ruin the cuddle session and come up in there and slit a boy's throat. He said, ruin the cuddle session. The Unsullied getting ready, though. I was like, oh, look, black guys. There's more black Unsullied. <laughs> So. so all the black people were slaves in the Game of Thrones again. These are free men. Were slaves though. <laughs> John's at the wall training again because John, John likes to train people. He's a good guy. Stannis tells John that uh, Roose Bolton killed Rob. Did John not know that up to this point? Like, ah, uh, yeah, no, nah, I I don't feel like John was getting that many ravens. What was fucking wildling shit and he been gone for a minute. He missed those ravens. <laughs> Roose or no. Dance is trying to get John to ride with him to take out uh, Ramsey, take out Roos Bolton, oh. so to take back Winterfell. But he wants to help the wildlings to do it. So can you get your wildling friends that you just captured and killed half their people, and I slaughtered their leader? But let's ask him to do us a favor. What the fuck? Not even a favor. Let's just ask him to ride in the combat. Stannis don't be thinking about shit when he before he be doing it. Clearly, like he's not the. He's not thinking. We get scenes of Robin learning how to fight in the Eyrie. And we get Sansa and Littlefinger. I think this is foreshadowing. I'm going to call it foreshadowing. 
because we talked about Robin's come up. So I think this is foreshadowing the Robin's come up. <laughs> he's he's going to do well in his training. You really you really holding true to this this storyline? Yeah, yeah, not true. I am now. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I sure am now. Especially and then after like it's funny because after we had that conversation and then to watch this, it was like, yeah, they thinking it too. I'm I'm glad I'm not the only person thinking this. I'm probably am the only person thinking this. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna care about it though. If it happens in the show, I'm gonna be like, oh, look at Robin. He's probably gonna die soon now. <laughs> Brian tells Pod he can go, so Brian's trying to get rid of Pod's ass, and he tells her all the good lords are dead, which is so fucking true and sad. So I was like, where would I go? What, what am I do? <laughs> Where do you want me to go? We learned that Maester Pycelle never trusted Varys in the first place. So he says, when Cersei's like getting everybody to fuck up out of here. This is where we start to see the, the little first introduction into the Sparrows. Mm-hmm. When he shows up at uh, Tywin's funeral, dressed up in his little robe. And he's talking to Cersei and telling her, you know, you can repent. And there's a place for you. And I want to apologize because she's like, yeah, I don't think you could ever lure anyone anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, she was straight just ripping him apart as he was standing there. She's like, what does Tywin Lannister, Tywin Lannister need your blessings for? <laughs> Basically, he don't need shit. Nothing. Marjorie walks in on her brother and Oliver. Oliver is a busy little bee. And then she tells me to get the fuck about it. We got things to do. And what's, uh, what the fuck is Marjorie's brother's name again? Loris. Yeah. Loris is like, what does it matter? Because everybody knows I like boys. Okay. <laughs> All right, and see. <laughs> so the what's left that what is that Zarin? What's his name? Zaros? Zoros? Oh, Daenerys is um betrothed. Yeah, or soon to be betrothed. Yeah, that guy. He wants. He's trying to convince Danny to open up the fighting pitch to Marine again because people want something to do, like getting freed of all the slaves and not are bored. So open the fighting pitch, and Danny's like, "Yeah, no, I'm not doing that." No fighting pits on my watch. So she got lost box. We learned a little bit more about Dario's back. Did anybody ever care about Dario's backstory? Nope. Mm, no. Okay. This is never in question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, this no. is like three minutes I could do without. No one was concerned about it. Yeah, why y'all, why, why y'all bust it? Next time, first time for smashing. Fix all in the room. Mm, I don't care. <laughs> she had the dragon. She locks the dragons up down in the keep. And they've been locked up there for a minute, or down in whatever the fuck she in the bottom of that pyramid. Who's been going down there feeding the dragons? Nobody. Them dragons had every right to be pissed off. Yeah, she should never locked them up in the first place. They weren't the ones out there killing everybody. True, she did lock up the two innocent dragons. <laughs> Drogon out here doing the most. She's like, nah, somebody gotta pay. Yeah, that was messed up for sure that they got put down there for that. But I mean, I guess. I mean, you have dragons. One or two little kids gonna die. Damn. Little kids. Word. Just expect two kids to die if you got dragons. <laughs> I mean, they're just dragons flying over your neighborhood. You think you tell your kids stay inside? Hello. Hide your kids. Hide your dogs. They out here eating everybody. Hey. So yeah. I'm not gonna. Let's go back to your point that you're talking about. So y'all talking about hide your kids, hide your wife. They're talking about <clears throat> dragons back in the day. Was burning castles down. But these dragons ain't gonna burn down these little huts with kids and families in them. Exactly. Them huts is gone. <laughs> what you mean? Ain't no running from them dragons. 
out of boredom. Yeah, no, ain't no, ain't no getting away. But I didn't know that you were just supposed to expect kids to die. Our kids done. <laughs> up. I mean, shit happens. That's messed up. What's up with you today? So kids gotta die, and then you laughing at niggas breaking their legs in half. <laughs> I was laughing at the expressions of the players around nah, him. Nah, I sent you that, that video, and that shit snapped, and you literally started giggling, heavy, heavy giggling. Because whoever number six is on on the Nets, like his face was just that was what I was laughing at. I was laughing at his face. <laughs> he was laughing that he took off running, and he was mortified to seeing a leg doing the L on your bottom part. His face was hilarious to me. And then when, like, they, when I, it loops. Like, I meant to watch that five times. But when it goes back over again and it shows, like, the other Nets players, like, who were, like, standing there and then, like, they start to run away, it was just like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, you evil. Bad news bears. Evil. Um, but anyway, I'm laughing at his plight. <laughs> Stannis burns a man alive and John puts him out of suffering because he puts an arrow through his heart because John's a good guy. That's the Jon Snow we all have grown to love. He's on his Ned shit. He's being honorable. Why didn't you know, was that really what you fell in love with, with Jon Snow? Of course not. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm just saying, like, that honorable shit was pissing me off with Ned. So as as I was watching the show on the show, you know, my first time, I was, like, really getting mad at Jon, too. You know what I'm saying? Let's Jon was kind of still irritating up until Hard Home. Correct. I'll give you that. After Hard Home... I looked at him completely. I was like, yeah, that nigga the realest now. Yeah, he, he, has, he still has some whiny kind of tendencies. And then it's like, bro, how many times are they going to be mean to you mm-hmm. at, you know, <laughs> at the wall? Like, for you to get an idea, you shouldn't be there. Like, they don't want to be your friends. I mean, he can't leave. He can leave. Well, actually, I'll take that back. I'll take that back. He got on my nerves until he smoked Jano's uh, swing first. Then I, then I gave him a little bit of respect. And then Hard Home had me like, all right, yeah. He, he was like, oh, so you going to disobey my orders? Hey, yo, get my sword real quick. That's true. Yeah. He was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm taking this Lord Commander shit seriously. So, you only got one more time to disrespect yeah. me. You got one more game. <laughs> you got one more game, bro. <laughs> For real. Oh, so, episode two, House of Black and White. We finally <laughs> Bravos. So, Arya has made her way on a boat to Bravos. We see that statue. So, that statue. Is it alive? How do you build rocks like like, how do you carve rocks like that and they don't fall down? Like, I, looking at that statue of a Bravos, I was really like, yo, how is that shit really there? Because you feel like, yeah, the top, the, the torso has to be heavy. I think I was thinking about while watching that episode. I was like, how the fuck is this not, that not falling? But whatever. This is when Game of Thrones really gets unrealistic. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you draw a line of realism. <laughs> the fucking statue. There's not no way those legs are supporting that body. For real, that's a lot of rocks. <laughs> nah, man, they built it lying flat on the ground, and then they pulled it up onto, I don't know, because I don't know how I got there either. I was just trying to think of a, re- a way to say that shit worked. Maybe it's not even rock. Like, maybe it's, like, wood, and then they put, like, stone on the outside. Like, cement, kind of. Or, it's so like, like when it, So, <laughs> not when it's solid gold, but when it's gold-plated. That's that, what they did. That could be it. They got them huts on bridges in, in Bravos. That shit was like mad tight. Like people just living on top of each other out there. That that was kind of crazy. Or just interesting to like when you like whatever. whatever. So Sans and Littlefinger are in the same place as uh Brienne. Brienne pledges to watch over her. Um, even though Sansa turns her fuck away. 
She tra- well, she tries to to pledge her allegiance to Santa, and Santa's like, "No, nah, I'm good." Once okay, again, little from that point though, you was pledged to Renly. You supposed to save Renly. He gone. Supposed to save my mama. She gone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your track record ain't really too good, so I'm 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 good. <laughs> that that was pretty trash that they you know dropped her uh, resume like that, <laughs> <laughs> and it was not good. You're right. So the, the Martells threaten Marcella, and uh, Jamie wants to go get her. They send that little snake in a box with the necklace. It's a snake in a box. So a you're going to assume that the sand sent that, not uh, Duran. Not Duran, yeah. So how did they get Marcella's necklace from her? Like, did they say, hey, let me borrow that real quick. I'm going to go take it to clean to the jewelers. And she's like, okay. I'm pretty sure they probably just stole that out her room. Or she probably took him when she toned her down before she murdered her. What's her name again? Illyria? Yes. Oh, Alara, Alara Sands. Alara. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before she, when she gave her the kiss for the poison on her, she might have, she might have, she might have went back to her old uh, pickpocketing ways and stole that shit off. True. So we meet Bron and his girlfriend, his his fiance. But or Cersei breaks off her and Cersei like ends that engagement. She backs out of that and he's kind of upset because he he really wanted that cushy castle he was gonna get by killing his sister in law. That's crazy that that was like a whole ass plan. Like I'll marry the ugly sister, and then we'll we'll knock off the other one. Yeah, crazy. But Jamie wants his help, so Jamie enlists the help of Bron of Black Bron of the Blackwater to go get his his niece. (laughs) Quote unquote. I love when he said that on a boat and Bron's looking at him like, bitch, I know. We already know the weird thing about your sister. This don't make it any less weird or any more weird. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, y'all cross, y'all cross that boat. <laughs> so, Danny, let's see, captures the sons of the harpy. Wait, wait, no, no. Did she capture one? Why don't I have here? She captured one. Did you capture one? Yes, the one that they sent, the one that was hiding in the brothel. Wait, no, no, Dario killed that one. Oh, yeah, no, whatever. But Barrison tells Danny about uh, her dad or her brother. Was it her brother or her dad? Her brother, Rhaegar. I love when, when people tell stories about Rhaegar and we get to hear how, like, nice of a guy he was and he was a good dude. Like, uh, he, he was right now. He told her the story about her dad, too. About her, her, like, how, how he, um, just how he, he was being the Mad King as far as just convincing her to not murder all the sons of the Harpy. You're right. Actually, yeah, this scene, she he was telling her about her dad um, using wildfire and shit like that. And that's when she agreed to a trial. That's what it was. Uh, let's see. Cersei wants the head of every imp in the realm. Tyrion. She'll take all the ones. I'll put, put that in my notes. Like, Cersei really out here murdering every dwarf in the world. This bad time to be. The part where they was like, she can't kill every dwarf. And it was like, dwarf head on the table. That ain't him. <laughs> what? Yeah, she definitely gonna run through a few. Of them. I think the only people who were probably safe were the ones who were at Joffrey's wedding, because <laughs> we know oh, they. Them five. Yeah, them okay. five was good. So Shireen's out here teaching everyone to read. She's teaching Gilly how to read. She don't have enough to do with her day. No, which is but that's a sweet thing to do. Just she taught Sir Davos how to read. Now she's gonna teach Gilly how to read. She missed her calling as a future teacher. <laughs> so Stannis wrote to Lyanna, who told him. Go fuck yourself. There's only one king of the north. Mm. <laughs> it ain't you, bro. <laughs> the king of the north knows no other king. <laughs> what, what, what? The north. What stock? Other king. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so 
we we get a tidbit that little lady Leanna Mormont is like, nah, bro, go on about your business. So Stannis offers John Winterfell and offers to make him a legitimate Stark. Right, his little smirk when she read when he read that was funny. Mm. I love that little girl. This is when they have to vote for Lord Commander, and John wins. Yay! Yay for John. He's a cool kid in town now. For all of ten minutes. Foreshadowing. <laughs> so season, I mean episode three, the High Sparrow. Hey, you just be, you just be, you just be skipping mad stuff. What did I skip? <clears throat> Man, you skip. Jack and accepting Arya in the House of Black and White. You skip. Yep. You are right. I'm not writing any of that down too. <laughs> Arya in the House of Black and White. Do we ever? Does anyone ever ever call her the Waif, or is that just some shit that ends up on IMDb? So that's what we know her name is. Yeah. yeah. IMDb because I ain't heard that shit one time. So the House of Black and White is essentially a mortuary. <laughs> like they are running a uh, do-it-yourself funeral home. Yes. Is it though? Because people come in alive. Now what's it called? Uh... I mean, they get ready. They're getting ready to die, but they come in alive, and he gives them a little like, is that poison? I mean, what like what? A poison water? Well, the one dude I think was sick, so he came in there to end his suffering. Oh, okay. I mean, and they do hits on people, so then they get rid of the bodies of the people that they murder, I'm going to assume, when you hire them, because they're also guns for... They're they're morticians. They're guns for hire. All in one business. (laughs) That's a hell of a good business. Vala, vala, my woolies. Vala, do Harris. I've been practicing. (laughs) She's getting her ass beat by that little wafy girl, and she can't be in the club because she ain't ready and she don't deserve to be there because she got a coin she ain't earned. Like, what did the waif do to earn her coin? How'd she get there? We know that's one backstory we didn't get of all the unwanted backstories. The one that probably would have been good to have. We the never most got. interesting is why is she so cold and why is she like uh hand of the, of the house of black and white and shit. Because mm-hmm. he was showing up to let her get away with shit. She out here like bullying kids and shit. She just got kicked out. Whatever. Disqualified. <laughs> so episode three, the High Sparrow. We learn that all men must serve, um, and there's only one God, and all men know His gift. Now, is the gift the gift of death? Like, is that the gift, or is it the gift of life? But you're gonna die eventually. Like, which one is it? Mm, I guess it's the gift of life. God would as the gift. Well, she told Shireen one time that he- only hell is the hell here that on like that we're living. You need to put you out of your misery of this this time here on on Earth would be the gift. Mm. I don't know who knows what the red, red woman's thinking. You know, <laughs> she sees shit and fires. Marjorie convinces Tommen to send Cersei home. Marjorie pulls that whole mother thing again. <laughs> third time. No, this is like the fail. fucking fourth time. This is the fourth time. The last time was the third. <laughs> like she's. <laughs> We're still going with this whole "Hey, mom" thing. Like, what the she, fuck? She in full, full catfight mode. She me and hella extra, especially around all her friends too. Like, oh, you trying to get punched in your face? Marjorie was definitely feeling herself at this point. Unfortunately, like, oh, Grace, just pull back and just be a little more modest. Just this is not the time to uh to poke the bear. Like, work time in and leave the bear alone. That's what she should have been doing, but she didn't. So we know that ends up. Um, Ramsey out here just flaying people randomly. He was sent to go collect some taxes, but instead decides to fillet more people. That boy crazy. 
problems. Brienne stays in Wintertown and um yeah, she stays in Wintertown to kind of look over look over Sansa or just kind of keep an eye out. She wants to get a message to Sansa. Um, we learned that Pod is a relative of Ill and Payne. I never I never connected that. Oh, I didn't connect it till you just said it. <laughs> Cause when him and his who what did you say, him and his dad? Was it him and his dad? Or him and somebody had stole that stuff and the other person got killed for it. Um, but when Tywin learned that he was a pain, he said to make good pardon. Yeah. Like, oh get that. Six degrees of separation all over again. Brian and we get the Brian and Renly story about how Renly was kind to her as a child. Why she cares. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't hear about the wedding story, but it's like it's only so many times we could redo the fact that yes, Brian was in love with Renly and she knew he liked boys. <laughs> Ugh, isn't that always the case? Um, <laughs> let's see. John gets a steward, so Ollie becomes John Stewart. Stannis tells John that he likes. He's like his father. He's honorable, and that's what got him killed. It's not a compliment, bro. So Davos tells John that what's really going on is Stannis just sees something in you. He sees something in you. (laughs) (laughs) He sees greatness. (laughs) Stannis needs to sit his ass down somewhere and figure some things out. Oh, and let's see. This conversation though with Sir Davos and John though that was pretty lit. Like when he he has Ali tell him, you know, what are those words you remember? Because I know you remember them. He's like you're the shield that guards the realms of men. That's your job. So you should be doing some shielding and shit, not just be sitting here at this wall. Um, and as long as the Boltons rule the North, then the North will suffer. We tell John. John's still like, well, that's still not technically my problem. <laughs> the way he fucks with Arya some Arya some more. Um. Yeah, now she's in there, like, hitting her and shit. And then Jockin intervenes, finally. Like, finally. He's like, hey, stop it. That's not nice. (laughs) Will you two get along, please? (laughs) No, I got time for all this arguing and bickering and shit. Right, I gotta clean dead bodies. So then they kind of calm down, and Arya's helping her clean up a body. So then they're watching the body. And she asks her, well, you know, what do we do with the bodies when we clean them? And the wife just looks at her like, but just shut up. Like, I'm sorry, talking. <laughs> just because you're here doesn't mean we're friends. And she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> How dare you ask these important questions? Uh, Maester Eamon is getting sick. He doesn't feel well. The dude is like, he's, what, 104? He's like 104 years old, right? Something like that. Something like that. Hmm. <laughs> so... <laughs> When they were in there and John's giving out directions on who's going where, when Jaina said, We will not have it. <laughs> I just found that so funny. Yeah, shout out Sam getting the jokes off too. Yeah. Like real confident. I hear out here killing white walkers and thins. So he out here going. Got him some cutty too. Did he yet? No. Oh, at that point he didn't. Too shy. Too shy. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's confidence building. Shout out to Sam. They claimed his girl, though. So, Sam Wells Harley coming up. Stannis told him, you know, just keep reading books, Sam. You're going to find you know, find out what's going on. You're the smart one around here. The sparrows out here just, like, wreaking havoc. Now, if you consider yourself a religious people who are out here trying to save people and get them to see them, <laughs> killing them the way to do that? Like, they just out here eating the fuck out of people. 
But again, that's that's Cersei. She she she's sinking her teeth in, or so she thinks. To the High Sparrow, trying to get his, trying to put him in power and get an army built so she can have more power. Man, that that was a hell of a backfire. We know how this goes down, and man, that bit her in the ass. Man, the high the high septum. He was just out here trying to minister to prostitutes. <laughs> his devout prostitutes, as Kyburn says. Cersei's supposed to go under the chastise the high spiral and she becomes friend with them. So she's a dumbass. She summons Littlefinger back to King's Landing, sends that note to the Erie, and they didn't forward it on to Winterfell. Winterfell to the Boltons. So we learned the Littlefinger was banking on Stannis taking over Winterfell. Like he figured, okay, I'll put Sansa in the position to where when Stannis comes in, he'll save her, he'll get away from the Boltons, and then he'll name her Wardeness of the North. That was his plan. And then he's gonna marry Sansa. We see Jorah and Tyrion are in Valeria. Yeah, Valeria. On a little road trip. <laughs> On their road trip. That's a hell of a road trip. They meet, or they not meet, but they see that we see another red priestess out there, you know, talking to folk, spreading the good word. That was her. Wait, no, Varys and Tyrion. Was that that was Varys and Tyrion? Varys and Tyrion. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Varys this before he's kidnapped. So Varys and Tyrion out here just eating up. Oh, this yeah, this is when they go in before they're heading to the brothel. So you're right. When they're in Valantis, they're in Valantis, Valantis at this point. Tyrion's in here. <laughs> he starts talking to that girl, and then he like can't get it up. No, what you mean saying he can't get it up? When he was just like, I can't do it. I'm in love with he somebody said he's else. He's in love. He said he's in love. Don't say he can't get it up. He was in love. He was in there like nothing's happening. He was hard. Let him be in love. Oh, poor Tink Tink. Oh. <laughs> and then he goes... Yeah, with a lion ass. Lion ass. Hey. No. Who slept with his dad. And then I murked. Get her up out of here. So, yeah. he goes outside to pee and fucks trying to get kidnapped. After Varys told you 37... Man, let me tell you, man. Let me tell you, man. Let's go. Let's go. How we do it? Varys told you fifty eleven times. <laughs> don't go outside, bro, bro. You don't want to listen. Sure enough, dude. Um, because Jorah snatched his ass up. Episode four is the Sons of the Harpy. See, so Jorah takes Tyrion with plans on taking him to Danny, and then where he was already going. <laughs> yep. Yeah, like well, we could have just we could have hung out with Varys on this. Like it's good. Boy, was like, "What a waste of a kidnapping! Not what? What kind of what kind of comment is that? You waste a kidnapping. First off, before he even did that, how you just gonna sock the fisherman like that? You know what I'm saying? It's gonna sock the fisherman, throw some money down. You know I'm saying, oh, oh homie, you trying to feed his family, cuz? <laughs> Jamie sells by Tarth. So this is the closest we ever get to Tarth. Jamie's sailing by it. And we see the Emerald Arrows. He sails by his bay's home. And oh, clearly, so just, it's official now? Yep, it's official. Okay, I'll just double check. I know you talked about it before. I know it's officially like his bay. I said it is, so it is so. so. <laughs> I said what I said. So we also learned that like Jamie is like really mad at Tyrion. Like he's looking mad because <laughs> he tells Bronn if he sees him, he's going to split his little ass in half. Like he's, he's upset, upset. So he's kind of big mad about that. The, we learned the crown is broke and they're borrowing money. And they ain't got any. Well, we've been learning that actually. We've been knew that the crown was broke back when uh, Tywin was actually running the thing. 
And she sends Lord uh, Tyrell out to the Iron Bank to try to get them some more money. Which we learn, we know, was really just a ploy to get him the fuck out of Dodge. Do we know what happens to Lord Tyrell? He dies. Does Barristan Selby kill him? No, he's... I mean, um... He dies in the keep. He dies in the keep. What else? In the red keep. I mean, I'm... Wildfire. Except the Baylor. Oh, okay. Because he was there from Marjorie's trial. Okay, yeah, that's right. All right. Sends him out of town, and she sends him with, um... That annoying ass guard. Mm. Oh, you know what? That's right, because they go to Bravos and this, that... Never mind. Okay, I remember what happens on that trip. So we lear- we uh, get the face known armed and dangerous and guarding the city. They tear Littlefinger's brothel, your land soul, because, you know, she tells him, hey, well, I know about a traitor right in our midst. Cersei sets Tommen up for failure by sending him to the High Sparrow when she knows good and damn well. That little boy ain't about to go get him free. Tommen was really just like a child looking for love. Like, he just wanted someone to love him. He was a little puppy dog. Yes, for real. And then it ended up being the High Sparrow who kind of like took him in a little bit. And then like he started believing that shit. And then, of course, later on, Cersei's like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> so this was almost, this was really just like sending him in the wrong direction. Like, because now he's going to get attached to this weird old man. Let's see. John's doing his duty as Lord Commander. He said he ain't leaving again. Melisandre, Melisandre asked John to go south and she tries to seduce him. And another man in love. Who can't get it up? Why do you think people can't get it up because they ain't in love? Don't they just good people and it's like, no, I won't. Yes, that's what it is. I refuse. <laughs> he's in love with another. Say that. Okay. So, yeah, he still misses the grit. And then Melisandre fucking totally channels the grit, you know, tells him he knows nothing. What a little smart. What a little evil red hair smart. Like oh you see fires and you and you and you working too, cuz you three hour raven too. That'd be crazy. Oh, I can't wait to get into a hot take about her. All right, fuck it, we just gonna ruin this shit. Hey man, so at what point in the show did they decide to give her the necklace that kind of like controlled her power or concealed her age, her true age? Which then leads to the question, does she know who the Night King is? Mm. She's mad old like that. That almost begs the question of, was she around maybe when the children of the forest? Because in my head, I was just like, all right, you go later on in the show, she's always wearing the necklace, she takes necklace off, she's mad old. But there's been plenty of times in the show where she's been bucket naked with no necklace, with no nothing on, and she's just normal. Yeah, continuity's mad fucked up there, I, I would agree. Yeah. Threw me off. It threw me off, and then again, just like you said, I was just like, "Wait, so she's mad old? How long? How old is she? How old is she really? How long has she been in this game? What does she know? Who does she know?" That's a very valid question. One we'll probably never actually get answer to. Well, you know what? I feel like we will because now thinking about, it, I think she probably might be a little more closely connected to the Night King than we know, possibly. Yeah, just a thought. Just a thought. Just again, rewatching these and seeing this, I'm just like, "Wait a minute." All right, it threw, I'm sure it threw us off in the show we saw and we saw how old she was. Now, in my head, I'm just thinking of other stuff. Like, wait a minute, she old? Has she seen all these killings? Has she, know, you know, Mad King this? And, and, and does she know who this is? And You know what I'm saying? And does she know who the Night King is? Has she been past the wall? Like, all of this started running through there. You ain't just that old. You ain't seen nothing. Yeah, that's very true. I didn't even really think about that before, but that's, that's, that's pretty damn true. That's a good point. We learn more about Rhaegar's backstory, like when he first seen Lyanna. 
we get a little finger telling Sansa about that, about how like they were at that tournament and he just totally like bypassed his wife and went and gave Lyanna a flower and at that point pretty much like, nah, I want that one. We uh, Jamie also tells Braun that he wants to die in the arms of the woman he loves. But who is that woman? <laughs> is it Brienne or is it Cersei? I can't wait till like he dies or they do something so you can let go of this hope <laughs> of them being together forever. Somebody gotta go. <laughs> we know Jamie gonna be the one to go. So I mean, I, mean, I know, but still, he's going to die in the arms of the woman he loves. I'll be like, yo, I told you, foreshadowing. Yeah. And then you're right, going going back to the point you made the other day. Going back and watching these episodes, Brienne is way worse than Serena Williams ever was. Like every single move. <laughs> you don't gotta scream, every sword throw, fall. So she was mad vocal with it, mad animated. I, I didn't really pay attention to y'all said somebody. Now I hear every she could sneeze in the middle of a fight and I'd be like, Yo, you mad loud. <laughs> so Alaria enlists the help of the sand snakes to take out one child. You need all three of these girls to take out one small, fragile child. All three of them girls who call with it, too. Yeah, really. They call by the killers. This is when Tyrion IDs Jorah. Like, he, you know, he's like, oh, you're you're Jorah of House of Bear Island, of House Mormont. And Jorah's like, yeah, so what about it? And this is when Tyrion lets Jorah know that his dad died. He was a good dude. Barristan talks warm. Those are because this is when Sir Barristan starts telling Danny about Rhaegar, and he just talks about how great he was, and he liked to sing, and he would go make money and give it to poor people. And Rhaegar was that dude, good dude. And one of the few times you really see Danny like legitimately like light up with like smiling and and happy and excited, and and then in comes Dario Naharis, spoiling the moment, and she tells Barristan, "Go ahead on about your business. Go do what you're gonna do." And he does, and then he. Damn Sons of the Harpy in an alley beating up on fucking Grey Worm and his friends. How all these unsullied getting their asses whooped like this? Close quarters, man. Close quarters. <sighs> True. I guess. But they was getting their ass handed to him and Harrison comes in there and he saves Grey Worm. You're saying close quarters is kind of hard to kill other dudes with like regular swords and y'all got these long ass spears in this little baby hallway. I don't know. Yeah. Harrison. Yeah. And he bites the dust. Episode 5. Kill the boy. Now, at first, I didn't know why the fuck it was titled this until, like, this watch of it. Like, this last rewatch. And I was like, oh, that's why it's called that? And I get it. Danny feeds the dragons. <laughs> um, she takes some of the uh, masters that are left down there to her dragons. And she straight up tells them, like, look, I don't know who the fuck is in charge of this. But, like, look, enough is enough. And so she kills one. She feeds one of her dragons and lets the rest of them know any of y'all can get it anytime. My dragons are always hungry. Mm-hmm. So Mr. Eamon talks to John about Danny because they get news that she's in Marine or whatever. And people are trying to like kill her from the inside of the out. And he was just like, you know, a lone Targaryen in the world is not a good thing. You know, the fact she's by herself and has no family and her only family is like hundreds of miles away or thousands of miles away. The both of them sitting there having this conversation now is like mad ironic because <laughs> they're both her family that are thousands of miles away. Yeah. And then, you know, John finally connects the dots. Oh, wait a minute. You're Aemon Targaryen. Like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Oh. So that was that little moment, that conversation. Oh, no, that wasn't the most we've heard Aemon talk. We chit-chat about stuff before. 
So John decides that he wants to help out the wildlings. Oh, because no, this is when he tells him to kill the boy. He was like, kill the boy, free the man. Basically telling John to grow the fuck up already. Like you've been way too together. Yeah, you've been way too nice, way too naive. Time for you to make a fucking decision, stick to it, and like let's go. Put your big boy pants on. And he's like, okay. And his first order of Lord Commander is gonna be, let's go get the wildlings and bring them south so they can survive. Knowing damn well when nobody else gonna agree with that. Yeah, let them look out. Little die on. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> so that's his plan. They're gonna cause well, I mean, which it, it does make sense. I mean, it's better to have them south of the wall as opposed to getting turned into night walkers or yeah, white walkers. Because that, that is just more people added to the army. So Stannis watches this debate and it's just like, hmm, this is interesting. And really can't say nothing because they could pull the card where like you're really not the king. Like, yeah, it's not official. Yeah. We don't really care what you think or what you want. We get Miranda learning or reacting to the fact that Ramsey is going to marry Sansa and she's not happy. She's jealous once again and upset because she was gonna marry Ramsey. I love that Ramsey was so blunt with her and was just like, yeah, that, well, that's when I was a bastard and now I'm not. So I got things to do. I got mm-hmm. real obligations. <laughs> and she's all like, do you think she's pretty? And he's like, duh, I can see. Uh, I have- right, I ain't blind. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yes, yes, she's fine. Ramsey's an asshole, but at least he's an honest asshole. Or a psychopath. He's a psychopath. He's beyond asshole. He's a psychopath. So he kept it real with her. But then when she was like, you know, maybe I'll get married. He's like, oh, no, you're not. <laughs> you're going to shut that shit down right, right here, right now. She would, he would fillet whoever she started talking to. No doubt. Down to the finger and toenails. And then good old Miranda decides to take Sansa down to the kennel and makes an introduction with an old friend of hers. So she shows her, basically throws Theon in her face. And I remember originally watching this, and I'm like, did I thought Ramsey had told her to do that? But then I, you know, once you go back and really watch, okay, like, you know, that was not part of Ramsey's plan at this point. I don't think, like, to have her see him, he just made the best of that situation with all the fucking making him uh, walk down the islands. Yeah, first off, ugh, he makes Theon apologize, and Sansa straight up looking like, why are you doing this? Like, she asked that question, like, why are you, why are you doing this? Because starting to see like. This boy ain't all together. Like, this ain't right. He's on his road to going full Joffrey. <laughs> like, he's showing all them Joffrey-ass signs of the stupid shit he's doing. And But now, at least she's speaking up for her. Like, she ain't that little girl no more. Literally, is not that little girl. Because I started thinking about that. Like, how grown she looks now compared to season one. Like, she was legitimately a little girl going to King's Landing. So, she's not afraid to ask, like, what are you doing and why? Really, when you think about it, I mean... Sitting there looking all like, all right, this, this is... Only- Five years to do a lot when you were a young teenager to a grown teenager, but like it's only five years in the show, really four and some change, kind of from when you first started the show. And you're right, like they everybody's growing up really fast, especially all the young ones. Yeah, Arya is still a little little bitty thing, but I'm starting to realize I think that they perfectly purposely make Maisie Williams look smaller to kind of keep that like just keep her looking smaller than everybody else. Yeah. You know? It's a lot of high angles if you see her in the show. There's different camera angles for her. Yeah. I mean, but Brand's ass, clearly, that in real life, he went from like an eight, a normal size eight year old to like six feet tall. Well, that- seems like the same thing about uh, oh, uh, oh, boy from the veil. 
Rick on? No, from the veil. I've been. Oh. <laughs> Rick on. We ain't seen no hot hair Rick on, Jazz. No, not yet. <laughs> in the crypts. We always talk. He in the crypt right now. He's in the crypts. He's got a whole different hair color. He done been through some things at that point. That boy been in the show, in and out of the show for six seasons, and that boy got a whole six lines. And three of them was used in the in the tower when he didn't want to leave his brother. <laughs> so Ramsey tells everyone that Rick is gonna walk Sansa down the aisle, and then that's when Roose finally fucking intervenes and is like, "All right, I've had enough of this shit." Um, <clears throat> so he announces that Walda is pregnant. Um, she was such a nice lady. She didn't deserve what happens to her later, but she's pregnant. And Ramsey is rightfully, con- and when she says that, you can see at that moment, like, Sansa knew that that was going to be an issue for Ramsey. Like, that smirk on her face, like, oh, yeah, bitch. You ain't the real son no more. Because it was going through her head, clearly. But Bruce and Ramsey do have a conversation, and he makes it clear that, no, you're still my son. And we learn that fucking Bruce Bolton, like, raped Ramsey's mom. Like, no wonder he's crazy. Like, he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, so Ramsey thought his mom died having having him. So clearly, I'm gonna assume that as soon as Ruth Bolton took her, he then had her killed. Yeah, that'd be a very safe assumption. I think I agree with that. Hmm. That'd be a very safe assumption. I think I'd agree with that just from the story he told Ramsey. Yeah. Stannis decides he's not gonna wait for John to go get the Wildlings. He's gonna go ahead and head south, head march on Winterfell. What a different outcome he would have had had he just sat his ass still and waited. So, again, bad decision making on Stannis' part. A lot of bad decisions he made. Goddamn Jesus. While he recovers. Uh-huh. I thought that was the sweetest thing ever when uh, Masandi was sitting by his bed waiting for him to recover. Yeah, you know, I was saying she had a little crocodile tears for her bae. My bae hurt. And all his friends are gone. He's sad. All my friends are dead. <laughs> so, let's see. We see the Stoneman and Volantis. And, like, they almost grab fucking Tyrion. Tyrion. Yeah. Hey, where are y'all at? Huh? I see where y'all were, like, notes wise, where I was at and where y'all was at. No, no, go back, though. So, after the Masandi and Grey Worm scene, what happened right after that? Uh, Danny was upset about Sir Barristan, and then she sent him to the dragon pit. Okay, yes. This is when she went and seen uh, the dude down there. <laughs> and he's like, she was like, look, so here's what I'm gonna do. I've decided to kind of put this at bay. I'm gonna go ahead and marry one of the, uh, one of the lords. And he's like, okay, kind of look like which one? She's like, oh, thankful, you know, luckily one's already on his knees. Pulled a Rasputia on him. Like, you got a girlfriend now, you ain't got no choice. You get married. Nah, that's the, that's the Will Smith. You pulled the, <laughs> the Will Smith. You seeing anybody? Nah, well, you seeing me now. Okay. Well, at least that worked for her. But don't. <laughs> <laughs> then we get Stoneman and Volantis, um, who almost like snatched up Tyrion and his own, little ass almost drowned. Uh, and Jorah had to pull him out the water. And then like Tyrion sees that Jorah's got gray scale. 
That's like a really severe ass case of eczema. Right. If you don't put some jerkins on that forearm and keep it pushing. Anyways, <clears throat> ain't got no jerkins, cuz. <laughs> there would have been aloe plants around there or just. Man, could have found some cocoa butter back in them days. Or, oh, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. It's Game of Thrones days. Call it Essence of Cocoa. <laughs> Alright. What happened after that? Anything, what else happened after that? That's like the the end of mine. Um, um I got an echo again. I got Brian got a message to Sansa to light the candle on the broken tires and tell. Ramsey shows dominance over Theon to Sansa, just like you already talked about. John says we're hard home. Tyrion sees Drogon. About it. Yes. Yeah, so John selling for hard home. We'll use that as a segue. Um, this is when shit gets real. So. Oh, this is your this is your episode. This is the episode when the show became really real for you. Well, as far as the White Walkers go, uh-huh. it was. Yeah, ooh, y'all might need to rethink some of these plans y'all got going on. Cause oh yeah, no, I'm listen. <laughs> the shit, <clears throat> I'm gonna put it like this. In watching this show, Hard Home was the Hard Home was an episode that I watched probably like I remember this like it was yesterday. It's probably like two thirty in the morning ish, two two thirty in the morning ish. I was fucking exhausted, and I was like, let me put on Game of Thrones before I go to sleep. You know, I'm almost I'm almost season six. Hey, uh, when I tell you I watch Hard Home, and then I was up till 7 o'clock in the morning after that, because I was just like, oh, nigga, I can't go to bed after that. <laughs> raised his hands, and it was like 10,000 new people, and uh-uh, no, sir. And then I watched until John got stabbed, and I was like, all right, fuck this show. <laughs> I hate Game of Thrones. Just gonna stab the nigga and then leave him in there? Mm-mm. With off the wall, like there has to be a kickout program or something. Yeah, no, nah, they shut me down after that. I took off for took off for a couple of days on my on my first timers after John John got killed. I was like, oh no, I need a break. Y'all murdered a homie. At that point, I had not read the books when I first watched it, and I was like, holy shit. So then it was like, okay, I want to know what happens next. So that's when I read the books. Like, and at that point, I was commuting pretty far to work. So I actually did audio books for like the first two mm. books. And then I read four and five. And it was just like, what the fuck? Like, I don't even get any more. Like, this is it. This is, this is what? This is where we're stopping at? And that's when, like, I think that was the first long ass break too after for Game of Thrones. Like, it was a minute before. All right. Oh, so, yeah, so this two year break ain't the first two year break? I don't know. If so, so this last two year break, I mean, ain't the first, ain't the first two year break. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't two years, but damn, this they've had longer breaks before this. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Well, thank God I started watching right before season seven. I'd have been mad. <laughs> exactly, and that's why so many people were fucking upset. We're like, there's no show going on at this point. There's no more books being written right now. Like we don't know where the books are at. So. Like, what the deuce? Are we getting more TV shows or what? And I think because that's when that conversation was going around, going on that, okay, now the books have over, or the show is overtaking the books. So what are we going to do? So it was like, okay, how much information is George R. R. Martin going to share with mm-hmm. what 
And if he tells them what he plans on doing, are they going to take it and are they going to make it happen on the show? Which at this point we've learned is not the case because they've made a point to say that the show is going to end differently from the book, point blank period. Oh, they said that before they even started doing the episodes. Um, I think they well, I think recently they've been talking about that too a lot. Hmm. Like you're still going to need to read the book to know what happens if you're a book fan. Any more for these five episodes? You got anything else, Mel? No, ma'am. All right. Well, then we will pick up on season five, episode six. Hard home. Well, we that's that's the next episode, right? Yeah. Can we just do a podcast on this episode? <laughs> I almost feel like that. That's gonna be at least be at least half of it. So yeah, we'll. we'll I mean, we'll speed the shit around it. Um, for sure, but that'll definitely be the bulk of the of that episode for sure. Because there's just so much shit to unpack that happens there. Okay, so yeah. Uh, until next time, take care of yourselves and be good to each other and avoid White Walkers. <laughs>